welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocation in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galena. Hey everybody, what a gift, what a gift to my heart to be with you once again this week. I love being with you each and every week here on Faith and Good Counsel. Such a, such a joy, such a gift from the Lord. And I'm really, really excited about our show today. I have someone very, very special here with me today, a beautiful daughter of the Most High God. And I, I want to say, if you've been listening for a while, you know how very, very special to me, Saint now St. John Paul II is to me. Well, I met someone, um, let me tell you a little story. On October 22nd, 2013, when I was visiting uh, uh, my son at his university, Franciscan University, on October 22nd, which happens to be St. John Paul II's feast day. Now, I didn't put that together until yesterday as I'm thinking and pondering the show today, um, but that is the day that I met my guest who is sitting in the studio with me today, which is how God works, y'all. This is how he works. I have with me today Amelia Gallagher. Did you know that? I had no idea. That is so neat. That was so neat. I met you um, and was so impressed with your beauty and just so intrigued with your story. And, you know, in the Lord's providence, he has brought you to Baton Rouge, which is amazing. And so... You're brand new to Baton Rouge and brand new to Faith and Good Counsel. So you may or may not know that we always start our program off with prayer. And so if you would, please join me, Amelia Gallagher, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our Father, you made Thomas Aquinas known for his holiness and learning. Help us to grow in wisdom by his teaching and in holiness by his faith. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. St. Maximilian Kolbe, please pray for us. St. John Paul II, St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, Our Lady of Good Counsel, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, you may be asking, okay, why did she just pray a prayer and, and invoking the, the prayers of St. Thomas Aquinas intercession. And well, he's the patron of students. And Amelia, you are a recent graduate of Franciscan University, right? Yes, right. I am. And this is what I want to talk about today. I love Franciscan University. I have visited there numerous times, been to some of the formation there. There's so much going on for adults, but also for students. It's one of my favorite, favorite places on the earth. And Franciscan University produces students who are formed so beautifully in the whole, the wholeness of our creation who go out and share the fruit of the Lord. And so I wanted to talk with a recent graduate of Franciscan University and, and to promote a little bit, if, if we could, um, what it offers. So that's why I have invited you here, Amelia. But first, I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about you. They know you're a graduate of Franciscan, but maybe tell us a little bit more. Sure. I'm originally from Kennesaw, Georgia. I went to Kennesaw State University down there for a little while and was going down a pre-nursing route, but 
the Lord, he really spoke to my heart in the middle of those studies. How can you care for a body? You can't care for a soul. Ooh. And I, I'd heard about Franciscan, heard it was solid in their theology. And I transferred there, finished my undergrad in theology from Franciscan. And I continued on to study my the master's there in theology and Christian ministry. And I just recently graduated this so past that, May. This past May. And so here's some really good news, everybody in Southeast Louisiana. That that degree and her whole person has been brought here, in fact, to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where you will be serving in a new position. What yes. is that? It's at Our Lady of Mercy Catholic Parish down off Government Street in Marquette. It's a new director of youth ministry to minister to the high schoolers and the middle schoolers and really help with their faith formation, moral formation. Amen. I'm really excited about um, it. Uh, me too. And so that's in the diocese of Baton Rouge, but you know, you'll find out that we're all family down here. And so yes. you're going to be meeting, you're finding that out already. Wonderful. And you're also finding out we have really good food, but you kind of knew oh that. Gosh, the Be- food is amazing. <laughs> because you have family here too, though, don't you? I There's do. A- I have some, but I have gotten quite a taste of Louisiana since being here. Oh, it's amazing. Well, I, I want to hear, uh, there's so many joys I know and so much fruit from Franciscan University um, that I can see radiating from you. I know there's one particular thing that right off the bat, it may intrigue perhaps a, high, a, a rising high school senior or their parents who may know who Scott Hahn is. You have yeah. a, a special connection to Scott yes. Hahn. I had the privilege and honor of working for him for one year, my last year of master's studies. And it was such a gift that the conversations we would have in the office definitely supplemented the education I was getting in the greatest of ways. I mean, what is it like to go to work every day with Scott Hahn? Let's just sit and ponder that for a moment. He is quite a gentleman. I've met him, um, his lovely bride, Kimberly, and, you know, at those Defending the Faith conferences and the Applied Biblical Studies conferences that you two can go to every mm-hmm. July. Yep. People over 18. That's right. Just putting that out there. One of the things that I've experienced when I've gone to Franciscan University is this sense of, it's even deeper than a sense, it just is, it's this being of joy and peace on the campus. It's, it's just this authentic joy. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, can you kind of connect with that and maybe talk a little bit about that? Yes, I, I definitely agree. There is a sense of, of joy. The For me, the presence of the Holy Spirit is yeah. across the whole campus and the students there constantly striving to grow in holiness. Uh, we all have a common foundation of of morals and and we're trying to go with that and grow with that together. And the sacraments are so present every right. day. There's give three chances to go to mass Monday right. through Friday confession four times a week. And so with the graces, with the sacraments that are, that you have the chance to partake in every day, if you wanted, um, there's just definitely the presence of the Holy spirit. There. I remember when I visited on October 22nd, St. John Paul's feast day that I went to midday mass, there were eight to 10 priests in attendance <laughs> with lines wrapping. Now these are students. 18 to 22 year olds and one almost 50 year old in line for <laughs> confession. And it was a beautiful, beautiful sight. Students choosing to go to confession. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
I don't even know how many students that was, but it was eight priests with lines wrapped around yeah. in the church and out the door. That it is a beautiful sight. Just, you know, on a Tuesday or whatever. I mean, yep. it was just a, a you know, yep. a day of the week and any other day because that is, <laughs> that is our call, you know, to live those sacraments. And, you know, Franciscan, at least what I remember, there's a, an image of Franciscan that comes up for people when they hear the name and they think, oh, that's a charismatic college. That's not really my charism. I don't really feel called to that. But that's it's so much more than that. Can you talk a little bit about how there's something for everyone at Franciscan and just the charism of the university? Sure, there really is something for everybody. Off the bat, there is a the more charismatic charism associated with it, like you said, but that doesn't mean that that's all that is offered in regards to spirituality at the school. They they see and honor the beauty in all the different forms of worship, whether it's the Latin rite, the Latin the mass, high yeah. Latin mass, um, with some polyphony, gorgeous yeah, music, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there, there are many events. Um, Tuesday night praise and worship. If you, you know, just want to take a break from your studies and be with the Lord, there are festivals of praise and all of those there's the those have a more charismatic charism to them because it, it's praise and worship mm-hmm. um but which is kind of that contemporary music yeah. that that we're accustomed to some people listen to it on Caleb and whatnot yes. but you know it's used in the context of praising the lord i mean mm-hmm. what saint augustine says when you sing you pray twice you know and mm-hmm. it's very moving and i will tell you there's nothing like adoration at Steubenville, I, I've, I've attended it during the Defending the Faith conference. It's in that big, huge gym full of uh, more, 1,500 people. What mm-hmm. you know, The lights are low, there's candles, and our Lord is processed through that we may adore him yep. with some silence and then music. Yeah. The same experience. And, yep, and something I love about those adoration experiences, you can go from from the praise and worship, but as soon as adoration begins, it becomes solemn, wow. and you you know you're in the presence of the Lord, and everyone there's just this sense of reverence. It is you just it it, it makes you weep. It's so beautiful. It's it's it really it's um, otherworldly. It's just so holy and sacred. Well, you know, earlier when you were talking about your bio, I love that you mentioned. I didn't know this about you that you had contemplated a nursing career. You may I know had, that yep. we might have that in common, except I continued forth with that. But it's interesting how God is bringing us to the same place. <laughs> Isn't Definitely. that interesting? Yep. Well, so, and you started out at a secular university and some somewhere along the line, the little that I do know of you is you're a very prayerful young woman. And I bet there was some prayer and discernment involved in making that change to go to Franciscan from a secular university. Can you talk a little bit about that and what drew you there? Sure. So throughout my studies in the pre-nursing classes, um, they were challenging. It was great, but my heart was really unsettled. And I was like, what's going on? This is a great profession, Um, but couldn't shake it. And I got to see the beauty got to see the beauty of of the faith come alive in a nursing setting mm-hmm. um, for about a year one of my good friends and I we would visit a cancer home every wow. Thursday and we would get to go to the the patients and visit with them and and 
part of that was to get experience of what it would be like to work in that setting. But what came alive for me was all these people, we have the same destination and the same final end. Every human person. And what gets us there is even more important than a physical healing. And I wanted to learn more about it. I wanted to have that become more a part of my life. But I realized how incompetent I was. I didn't know a whole lot. And that's what initially initially drew me to Franciscan. I'd heard it was really academically rigorous, yes. which I was like, oh, man. Um, am I up for this? Huh? Am I up Can for I make this? this challenge? Yeah. But I do love a good challenge. And I'd heard that the theology that you would be getting studying there is solid. And that was really important for me. I wanted a grounded Catholic and authentic Catholic education, which I definitely believe I got there. Priceless, priceless. Well, I'm talking today with Amelia Gallagher. She is the youth director. Is that the proper title? Youth minister, youth, youth director, director, youth minister. Yeah, it can For be used interchangeably. Brand newly hired. Such a blessing at Our Lady of Mercy Catholic Church in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But we're talking about her experience at Franciscan University. So when we come back from the break, I want to continue that conversation. So sure. Stacy Galino, Faith and Good Counsel. Be right back. This Marriage Minute is brought to you by the Willwoods community, rooted in prayer, united in service. One of the things I am sure you have heard is that communication is the key to a good marriage. What if I told you that it's not? Oh, sure, it's very helpful to have good communication skills, but what is truly needed in marriage is not a technique in how to say something. Just as a contractor does not build a house on his tools, but rather on a strong foundation, so too marriage must not be built on tools and techniques, but on a firm foundation. Scripture says everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise builder who built his house on rock. Spouses are called to build their lives and their marriage on the rock. And when we do this, not only are we building on a solid ground, but we are welcoming the one who is loved to help us love rightly. In other words, a marriage without God is more than just a house without a foundation. It's a home without love. For more information on strengthening your marriage, check us out on the web at faithandmarriage.org. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith and Good Counsel with Stacey Galino and my beautiful, beautiful, very sweet guest today, Amelia Gallagher. Welcome back, Amelia. Thank you. I'm just getting all excited about Franciscan University. I do love it there. I believe I've made that abundantly clear. (laughs) I do love it there. If you ever get a chance to visit, you should, you should. I encourage you to do so. Let me me give you a few little facts that I found out about Franciscan University. It is in Steubenville, which, if I remember my trivia correctly, that's where Dean Martin was born. Just a little side, you know, issue there. (laughs) It was founded in 1946. Um, There are 41 majors. Nursing is one of them, as I recall. It's not just theology. There's engineering. I think English. uh, Oh, my goodness. There's an MBA online for, you know, folks that would like to take that um, business, uh, master's online in theology. So there's there's a lot, both undergrad, on campus, and off campus that Franciscan offers. Um, so you can find out more about it at franciscan.edu. And I'm looking at the cardinalnewmansociety.org. It is one of the 
Catholic colleges that is recommended by the Cardinal Newman Society. It's up there with Christendom and University of Dallas and so many, uh, several others. Um, For its authenticity, um, it's holding to the magisterium of the Catholic Church in all things, which is a great, great gift. So check it out. You should check it out. Okay, so we were having a great conversation before the break, and I want to hit on some things, Amelia, with you. I think what you were trying to say, at least as I'm hearing it, is that you were seeking this wholeness. Maybe you didn't have the words to articulate it, but you were really kind of seeking, dare I say, the formation of your whole person so that you could give that away in love. Isn't that what the feminine heart Yes. is called to and so even Absolutely. you didn't quite understand it but you know we have that feminine genius and and you were asking the holy spirit to lead you and he did it definitely did to franciscan where this happens and one of the ways it happens is through the households of faith and that i think that's a distinctive gift of franciscan so can you talk about the households of faith absolutely i'd love to so faith households those are they provide a common ground where your faith and academic walk can be traveled together with people of like mind. They're Christ-led groups where students can, we grow together in mind and body and spirit. There's women households and there are men households. And they're kind of like sororities and fraternities, but but more Catholic. Right, right. And it's the, the intention is pure. It's not partying yeah. it up. And I imagine there are students that come there that that have their struggles. We don't want to make it sound like Candyland, okay? It's it's real. It and is, students yeah. come with broken hearts, they I do. imagine. But it's a it's just this wellspring of the faith, you know, Absolutely. and healing of, so. of life and and what is so great is so each one they have their own charism. So for women households, for example, you have Regina Angelorum, which is what I'm a part of actually. Okay. And we have a special devotion to Our Lady of the Angels. Yes. And our patron saints are Saint Maximilian Colby and mm-hmm. Saint Michael the Archangel. Wonderful. And but there are other women households um, like TTM Totus Tuus Maria, who base their charism off of St. Louis de Montfort's consecration to Jesus through Mary. And there's yeah. beloved first truth. They have a special devotion to St. Catherine of Siena and oh taking her faith and making it, um, letting it guide them for their own faith life to come alive. Wow. And yeah. do you choose what household or are you kind of assigned there? Or no. You- yeah. You choose them in, okay. uh, prayerfully yes there's so many options and so many different ones you could get involved in and so as students are encouraged to pray about it and see where the lord is leading them sometimes they'll choose a household based off of you know if they want to grow in a particular area and they notice that that household's strong in that area whether it's the virtue of service or faith or obedience and other um people will choose their household um because maybe their their sister's been in it and their mother's been in it. Right. So, so more of a legacy kind yeah. of a thing. Yes. Yeah. So being in this household with other, I would say mostly like-minded young women, but I'm sure there are differences because we're all unique and unrepeatable, right? Yeah. You know, but what is the, the daily experience like? What, what could someone think, you know, hope to experience um, as part of a household of faith? Sure. Well, you'll often find people in the household um, going together to Mass. Um, praying a rosary together or playing out on the fields together or sports or intramurals. They, uh, we have commitments. Each household has commitments that you have to uh, go to. And so 
whether it's mass, I, I think that's actually a required one for every household is that once a week you go to mass together. Mm-hmm. And um, for other households, you also have to pray the rosary together. But it's not so much have to as a burden. You, like you come together with your brothers and sisters. You want to it's share these communio. experiences of prayer. Yeah, communio, right? Yep. And um, you really become part of a family in the household. Yeah. And your sisters or, or your brothers, if you're in a, one of the guy households, they truly become your your family on yeah. campus yeah. where you have people you can share your struggles with, share your burdens with, and also build each other up and hold each other accountable. And that was one of my favorite things is is accountability um, yeah. because we all we all are striving to make good decisions, grow in holiness, but we you know, we're human and sometimes you fall and you have someone to pull you back up and and help you get back on your feet. It was such a blessing. Exactly. And I I can just see it as a literally those small Christian communities, you know, that we're called to this communion, this family on earth that we're called to. And I love what you said about accountability. I mean, I like to think of Franciscan as Catholic Mayberry and it it, kind of is. (laughs) But Steubenville itself has its problems as society has its problems. You know, and you can find trouble if you're looking for it. But that household of faith keeps you keeps you rooted in the faith, would you say? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, I just love that you're going to be here and that it's serving and and bearing fruit in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. And dare I say, extending into the Archdiocese of New Orleans and home of Thibodeau, because like I said, we're all family down here. Mm-hmm. But and I know I can see that through you know, my goodness, the year with Scott Hahn, let's just think about that for a moment. But just the fruits of Franciscan, the academic rigorousness of the curriculum, both undergrad and grad, um, the authenticity of the the Catholicism, Mm -hmm. the household of faith. I can see how that would benefit your job, but how does that benefit you as a, a young woman? Just thinking about theology of the body, thinking about how it formed you to know who you are as a daughter of the Most High God, that kind of thing. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. Okay. The, so one of the classes that is offered at Franciscan on the undergrad and the grad level is theology of the body. And so you have the opportunity to study all these amazing subjects, great topics, and get a great education. But there are areas that are easily able to be applied to your life to like the moment to moment decisions, mm-hmm. right? Yep, absolutely. It's not just big lofty concepts and ideals. Who are you? You know, finding yourself. Where ourselves are connected to the the Trinity. We're in communion. We're so created for communion with the, the blessed Trinity. But our world pulls us away from that. And there's that break there. And it breaks our hearts, doesn't it? It does. And that, for instance, with theology of the body, as, as you learn about who you are in the Lord and your dignity as, yeah. for me, a daughter of Christ and for men as sons of of a father who loves him immensely, you're able to make decisions that affect it's like small things in your everyday life, choices to go certain places on a Friday night or Saturday wow. night, or choices in a relationship that have the potential to affect you for a very long time. And there's a freedom when you realize the value that you have in the Lord's eyes. One of my favorite quotes by John Paul II is, you are not a sum of your fears and failures but you're the sum of the Father's love. You are the sum of the Father's love for you. Do you hear that, listeners? This is this is the kind of thing that you learn at an authentically Catholic university, and that is what our hearts are 
dying for. We're dying for that love. We're dying to know who we are, who we are. And this is what Amelia is sharing so, so beautifully with us today. And I know there's so much more that we could say about that question, Amelia, but I want to ask you in our last few minutes here, if there is a pearl or two of wisdom that you could share for maybe a rising high school senior, someone who hasn't made their decision yet, um, or maybe their parents, you know, or their grandparents that are listening, they're trying to choose a college and it's overwhelming. What would you say to that young person or the, the person's trying to lead them and guide them? Sure. I would um, suggest for them to think about what makes them happy, authentically happy. Right. And there's a lot of things in life um, that provide a temporary happiness, but um, I fully believe that the Lord is what provides that lasting happiness. And so whether they, whether they do go to a Catholic university or, or a state school, if there's a place where they can plug in their faith, right. because college is not easy. It is a good time, but you have your struggles and you're going to have struggles with your academics and with friends and boyfriends and girlfriends. But if you have somewhere to plug in your faith, that is going to be your your stronghold and what you can right. fall back on in those hard times. And if you're not really there in your faith yet, then it'll be an opportunity for you to get there and for you to grow. And there's always a Newman Center or someone That's you can right. talk to. Yep. That's right. And it makes, I think, you know, life is already complex enough. And then when we you know, follow the culture of death rather than the culture of life, it can be even more confusing and hearts are more deeply broken. And so we do want to delve into and immerse ourselves into the richness of what we were created for. And that's what can happen at an authentically Catholic college. Amelia, we didn't even get to talk about all of the outreach that is possible. Yeah. And this, it happens all the time at Franciscan or the missions. I know you went on a yes. beautiful mission uh, in right here in the States recently. Um, and then Austria, there's a whole semester. A study abroad program, Austria, which is phenomenal. And many students will, um, that is their reason to go to Franciscan, but it is a solid reason because you get the experience of a lifetime in, in Europe. Oh, wow. Well, I know people are listening and they're going, how can I get in touch with Amelia? I have more questions about Franciscan University of Steubenville. So tell them how they can contact you, Amelia. Sure. The easiest way to reach me right now is through my email at Amelia, A-M-E-L-I-A dot Gallagher, G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R at O-L-O-M church dot com. That's Amelia dot Gallagher at O-L-O-M church dot com. Yep. I check it every day, many times a day. So that's the best way to reach me. And I love if anyone has questions or wants to talk about the university to continue that. Amen. Well, God bless you and your yes to the Lord for coming to Baton Rouge. We are very, very blessed to have you you here in Southeast Louisiana. I cannot wait to to see um, the fruit that the Lord will produce through your yes to him, through your fiat. And so I thank you. Um, And and friends, check out the CardinalNewmanSociety.org. Franciscan University is listed there as well as other authentically Catholic universities. You can do some uh, pondering and praying on this Um, and see where the Lord might be calling you. And let us end in prayer with a portion of the Prayer to Sacred Heart from St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. Consume in me all that displeases you or resist your holy will. May your love imprint itself so deeply in my heart that I will never be able to forget you or to be separated from you. 
May I obtain from you your loving kindness, the grace of having my name written in your heart. For in you I desire to find all my happiness and to live and die in your service and your peace. Amen. That's my prayer to you, Lord Jesus, your humble handmaid, Stacy Galino and Amelia Gallagher. We will see you next time right here on Faith and Good Counsel, Pox Christi. Bye-bye.